But what it do, my people of Chicago? This is No Catch Up Chicago for Chicago by Chicago. Coming live Sunday afternoon. Emergency Sunday pod. Right after the Bears game. Bears get the W 23-17. We're going to break that down. And then we're going to talk about Nikola Miritich allegedly has uh, agreed in principle to a two-year deal with the Bulls, $27 million. We'll break that down. We got a lot of stuff to talk about. Let's get into it. Week three in the NFL, the Chicago Bears have a big-time team coming to town. We think they're going to get blown out. Yep. And the Bears do what the Bears do and play well, well enough to get a W. Well enough to get a W, man. Yeah, I, I, I'll admit I was I was on here last week saying the Bears were going to get thrashed by the Steelers. I thought Le'Veon Bell was going to open up on us. I thought AB was going to open up on us. And, uh, yeah, that didn't happen, man. So Yeah, yeah. going into the game, I thought we were going to lose – I wasn't sure if we were going to get blown out, but I thought it'd be like a 10, 10, 13 point game. Yep. Um, I went out on the street on Thursday. If you haven't checked that video, check that out. We got some clowns out in the street, but we also got some real take from a lot of a lot of interesting fans that had a lot to say and how they felt about the team going into the game and how they feel about the quarterback situation and all that. So if you haven't seen that video, check it out. It's on the No Catch Up Chicago YouTube page. Um, going into the game, the more I thought about it, Pittsburgh played game one on the road in Cleveland, snuck out a win, three-point right. win. Yeah. Then they go home, they play Minnesota. Without Bradford. Without Bradford. Yep. They, they take care of business. But they're at home and do what they're supposed to do. Yep. They're coming on the road to Chicago. The spread is seven and a half points. Seven, a lot of places, seven and a half other places. Um, but we're coming no off. love for the Bears. That's a lot of points at home. Huh? A lot of points at home in the NFL. But we're, coming we're, off getting blown but we're out. also coming off getting throttled and where we look terrible 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 so we come out start the game it's pretty standard nothing's really popping our defense is flying around making plays yep and defense forces a punt out of uh, out of pittsburgh yep they muff it and now we're in business they muff the shit we're inside the 20 and now we can start making some noise absolutely crowds in it we could go in there Get a touchdown, and we end up turning that into seven points. Yeah. On the ground. On the ground. All on the ground. I think it was, what, seven run plays, right? I want to say it was something like that. Yeah, I don't think we threw the ball at all on that possession. At, at, at one point, the telecast, they mentioned, like, it was Gumble. Ten, ten straight run plays. It was Gumble. Yeah. Ten straight yeah, run ten plays. Ten straight run plays. And they were like, are they even thinking yeah, about throwing yeah. the ball? And if, they, and if they are, should they? And I remember thinking in my head, like, Probably not. Probably not. We were effective on the ground, and plus we know we know what happens with the passing game. So, yeah. For the game, Jordan Howard, 23 carries, 138 yards. That's six per carry, awesome two touchdowns. Game. Great awesome game. game. yeah. Was fighting a shoulder injury. <clears throat> you could tell he was kind of banged up. Yeah. Making his way through the game. Tariq Cohen, 12, uh, 12 rushes, 78 yards. That's six and a half a carry. Yep. Um, They were moving that joint Absolutely. on the ground. Yeah, it looked great running the ball, and that, that's what we wanted to see, right? I mean, I think uh, I think over the last first two games, we threw the ball 85 times, which wasn't a good thing. Uh, this week, obviously, we had the commitment to the running game, rushed the ball 38 times, 230 yards, or 220 yards, 5.8 yards a carry, two touchdowns. Um, that's Chicago Bears football, man, um, to be cliche, but yeah, that's, that's kind of what we wanted to see, right? Absolutely. I mean, we had 304 total yards. And 220 of those are on the ground. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, 
at the end of the day, if we could live, if we could eat like that all year, let's do it. Yeah. But we're not going to, we're not, first off, we don't play all our games at home because we're a completely different ball club at home, right. just like most teams are. Right. But I think it's a, it's, it's a little bigger edge for Chicago and just the Chicago edge and playing at Soldier Field and the crowd and all that stuff. Um, we've always played better at home and we will continue to play better at home. Ten penalties, a lot of a lot of stuff. A that, lot of offensive line penalties, man. Yeah, is that you know what that is though? That's a, that's something with all the stuff, all the moving around. Yeah, the the offensive line when it came to running the ball was great. They played great. Yeah, pass protection was okay because Glennon's getting the ball out so so, so quick. Quickly. He's making one read. Yeah, and um, but yeah, a lot of dumb, a, a lot of dumb false miscues. starts. Yeah, a lot, of, a lot of that stuff, which uh, which you can't happen. I mean, the holding calls are gonna happen, right? There's holding on every single play in the NFL, so you know uh, linemen are gonna hold, but. Dude, those false starts and stuff like that. I know Leno had a big-time false start down by the goal line. Um, dude, that stuff kills you, man. No doubt about it. And we um, we dominated the first half, I would say. Yeah. We, we, we got a fortunate turnover. Absolutely. But we dominate the first half. We're making plays. We're running the ball. Yo, if your team is running the ball and playing defense, you're going to be a successful football right. team in the NFL, period. So let let's talk about uh let's talk about Cooper and an, another bonehead stupid play back to back weeks just two of the stupidest plays we've ever seen we talked about the Cohen play last week which was just crazy and then this week uh yeah Cooper man um first off the Bears get so lucky they block that kick right um the ball goes straight into Cooper's hands and he just has daylight it's fourteen seven yeah they block that it's getting ready to be fourteen ten yeah, and a half yeah. Exactly. Right. Right. So you're looking at a 10-point swing, potentially, if, if he gets the touchdown like he's supposed to be. So he gets it. It goes right into his hand. He takes off. Gumble even says the Bears are going to score on this, right? And right when he says that, I don't know what it is, man, but, like, just something goes off in my head, and I'm like, something bad is going to happen. And if you see him, he gets to about the eight, and he really starts to let up. It's not like a little slow, like, you know, whatever. I mean, like, he really almost starts walking into the end zone, yes. right? Steelers player comes up, makes a great play, knocks the ball out, um, and yeah, just like that, we lose a touchdown. And one of the stupidest plays I've ever seen. Literally starts walking he before to, he crosses the goal line. He had to be thinking about what celebration he yeah, was going to yeah, do. I, I don't like, know. Trying so, to be dramatic. I don't. I don't. I. I, I couldn't believe it. So and you knew it was going to happen too, man. Like it was crazy. I, he must have thought that he was by himself completely. Cause, like you said, he literally almost came to a walk. Yeah, but when he got down to the, it was the, weird, man. Like, and there was a lot of space, right? Like, tons he, of space. tons of space, tons In, of like space. inside. He's still outside of the five when he's doing it. You know, I mean, it's crazy. So that happens. Then <laughs> all types of shit starts. I, yeah. I don't think I've ever seen a half end like that. Craziest. Yeah. That was that, that was, was some crazy. wild yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. And no so, one really knew what was going. No on. No one really knew what was going on. First of all, the ball. After after Cooper gets stripped, the ball's bouncing around. The other, um, I don't even know who it is, the Bears player that knocks it out of bounds. Heads up fucking play. Yeah. It, was, it was the holder. Yeah. He's the only one hustling. Him and him and Cooper are running down for a touchdown. Right. They're going to celebrate, whatever. He Ball gets stripped. Ball's bouncing around in the end zone. He knocks it out of the end zone. Right. Now, my first my first initial thought is that's a safety. That's a safety. Good, great play. Yeah. Because we went from getting seven points to... What at, like you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. great play, great play from uh, from the Steelers kid. Yeah. So then the refs huddle up and they say it's halftime, right? And I'm like, no, 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 wait, 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 wait. And the, and the, Steelers, <laughs> but, the Steelers go in the tunnel. Steelers go in the tunnel, 
at the very least, yeah. it's a it's a safety. Yeah, that yeah. Like there's no there's never ever there's, uh, there's, there's never, no way it just ends like that. There's, there's something never that, a yeah. case where you blow the whistle and it's yeah, halftime. It's halftime. So let's get that straight. Yeah. I'm not exactly sure what they were talking about in the huddle. Right, and John Fox and all them on the sidelines making the safety sign like safety, safety, safety. Yeah, like at the very minimum, yeah, it's a safety. It's a safety. Like so, when the ball comes out, it should have been a fucking touchdown. I, first off, I don't. I didn't even know that was a rule that you could bring it back out and run an untimed yeah, down. After, yeah, I've, I've never heard that. of an untimed. I've been watching football for a long time. Never heard of an untimed down. Well, I've heard of untimed downs like where like the defense will make a play or like there's will be a penalty. Like, well, under, you can't end. You can't end you the can't half end on the a penalty, right? right exactly. Yeah. Or right? in the game so, on penalty, yeah. Um. So, first off. Coop, that first off, that's unexcusable. Yeah, I, don't, I think we're period. letting them off the hook. We all let them off the hook. Yeah. So that was one back, of the stupidest plays that. I've ever seen in my entire life, man. Like I, 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 I could not believe it. Like he's eight yards out. He starts walking in. Steelers player makes a great play because he's still playing football. Um, yeah, man, uh, I could not believe that. First off, and if it wasn't for all the madness that happened after that, John Fox would have been in his ass all day. He got off the hook on that. Because so much game. happened after it because it's like, wait, hold on, hold on. We don't know what's going on right now, right? And we won the game, and he played well, um, all things considered, as far as being on defense. He played well. Yeah. Um, but un unfucking believable man. Well, listen, this is the thing. If you're going to go do that, too, at least turn around and look behind you. Right. It wasn't the Deshaun Jackson where he let the ball go and dropped right. it. Or dropped it, yeah. Like, he stopped running. He stopped if, running. If you think you're by yourself, why not? Hey, my guy, why don't you double check? Right. Because you can just turn around and take a little or peek. Or you can look up at the jumbo. You can look up at the jumbo and, and see, soldier because yeah, yeah, we have so, one on both it's, ends. It's one on both ends. So you can literally look up at the jumbo trying to see if there's somebody behind so you. Players do it all the time. Take a peek and look at what's what's going on before you're thinking about what right. celebration you're going to do. Right. So because if you score that touchdown, that ices the game almost. The 100%, way the defense is playing, yeah, it's twenty-one seven. Going to the, the way half. We're, the yeah. way we're running the ball, yeah. I mean that game is almost over. Yep. So and it's a ten-point swing. They lose the three, we get the seven, right? So if you if you combine that with Connor Barth's missed field goal, yeah, that's seven points off the board, right? In the first half, right. we our our offense doesn't is not prolific enough where we cannot score set. We can give we, up. We seven need points. those points. And, and can I talk about the kickers for a second? I don't understand this. <laughs> I don't know how much money Connor Barth <laughs> makes, but I know it's in the millions. Yeah, how about that? Probably about a million bucks. A little so over a million bucks. Monday at practice, you kick field goals. That's right. all you do is That's kick all field you goals. Do. Yeah. Tuesday, you kick field goals. Right. That's all you do all Tuesday. Wednesday, what do you do? You kick field you kick goals. Field goals. Thursday, you kick, kick field, field goals. goals. Friday, you might have a walkthrough yeah. or a relaxed day. Right. Saturday, you probably have the same thing, but you're probably taking some field goals. Right. All you do is kick field goals. Your whole life, you're a professional field goal kicker. Yeah. Can you imagine being a teacher and you have one lesson plan yeah. and you have to perform it one time a week? Yeah. And that Sunday that you perform the lesson plan, you fuck up the lesson plan. Boy, and you practice it for four days throughout the week. And you practice it for five days in a row. Right. And, and on top of that, they pay you millions of dollars right. to do that. Like, I understand you're not, you're not going to make every kick, but we can't be leaving points on the field, period. Right. Especially when Mike Glenn is the quarterback. Right. So, I just I had to get that random yeah. because I'm seeing, I'm seeing too many extra points. You see a lot. The extra point, and then they move up the extra point, too. 
Oh no, no they moved it back. They moved it back. I'm sorry, but either way, yeah, it's still a chip shot. Like that, that's crazy, man. And like that's like you said, that's all you're paid to do. These kickers come in and miss these field goals. Like the guy we were talking about, uh, dude from Tampa Bay, we were clowning on him from the Hard Knocks. Yeah, like Aguero or something. Or like you're a second round pick. Like yeah, that's your one job is to come in and make kicks, and I mean, you can't do it. Like. You literally kick field goals for a living. You should right. be you should be hitting those joints ninety percent. And we get plus. it like the fifty nine, fifty eight, fifty nine yarders. Like yo, those are tough. But anything, I feel like anything inside of fifty, if you're in the NFL, you need to be able to hit that shit consistently. Absolutely, especially in good weather like today. And and Connor bars forty seven yards. It's yeah. a it's a decent sized field goal. But bro, that's what under you 50. do. Under fifty, you what need a, to hit that. What did my NFL. man from from Philly today 61. do? Sixty one. Sixty one. He's twenty two years old. Twenty two years old. Sixty one yeah. yard field goal for the win. Yeah. I need kickers kicking at plus 90%, bro. I don't want to hear no excuses yeah. about that. Well, that's um, why when you get a good kicker, you lock him up. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. You look at uh, New England Goskowski, he's not going anywhere. Shit, Janikowski's been on the Raiders for 30 years. You know, you don't, you don't let those guys go, man. Absolutely. So, and this is another big point because we go into the half set with 17 points. It should have been 24 if you want to – in a perfect world, we hit the field goal and score a touchdown on yep. the block on, on the block uh, on the block field goal. We score a touchdown on that too. Twenty four seven. It's twenty four seven because guess what? We don't score any points in the second half. Yeah. Zero. Yeah. So, like I said before, we can't afford to give up points in the first half. Now, let's talk about Mike Glennon, bro. The dude is very bad. Yeah, man. he's bad. He's really bad, and I want to talk about. First off, tell me how you feel about him right now. I mean, I know we're, we're, I, we're going to talk about this every week until I see I, M, M10, bro. I think that the Bears realize how bad he is with the game plan this week. I mean, like, like we were just talking about, they would not let him throw the ball in the first quarter. It was run, 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 run. You're seeing run on first down, run on second down, run on third down. Um, Yeah, bro, he's terrible, man. I mean, he sucks. Again, that interception that he threw was the same exact interception that he threw last week, right? His tight end is going one way, he's throwing the other way, and there's three fucking guys there. It's the same thing. Even if his tight end had gone in the right direction, that ball was thrown, was thrown so far to the inside that he wouldn't have had a chance at it. I don't understand it. I don't get it, man. It's the same exact fucking interception as last week. He had another fumble. Um, he, he, he's trash, man. And obviously they don't trust him to throw up more than 10 yards downfield. I get it. His receivers are terrible, um, but... Mike Lennon, He's fucking 15, awful, man. 15 to 22, yeah. 15 to 22, 101 yards, 101 yards, yeah. one touchdown, one interception. And the touchdown is wide open. Off of the cuz the run game was, was eating eating it up, yeah. We run a play action and hit uh Adam Shaheen, Shaheen. Yeah. That's I, I your boy. No, not yet. You want, you want him last I, week. You were I, asking for him. I want him. To, well, I mean, we took him yeah. in the yeah. second yeah. pick. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, well, we just going to stock up all our picks and yeah. not play him? I hear you. So, okay, cool. But let, let me let – me, I'm worked up. I think you can hear it in my voice. And I'm worked up because, God forbid, if, if we had quarterback play, we might have a good football team. Right. Our defense is there. Our running game is there. We we got two of the three phases. Our special teams is solid. Like, I don't know if I'm ready to go that far because we literally have no playmakers in the receiving core. Well, no, but but listen, here's the thing. Here's the thing. If you're gonna have Mike Glennon come out and just throw check down after check down after check down, Mitchell Trubisky could do the same exact thing. 
all day and get the experience. So I agree with you on that now. I mean, if this is really what it's going to be, there's no real point in playing Glennon. There's nothing that he's doing that Trubisky cannot do right now. Um, so I'm with you on that, man. I fully come around to it because there's no – I can't watch this every week. There's, it, it's, it's not, there's nothing special about this. He's not going downfield. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I fully agree with you on that, man. Well, this is Bring the in Trubisky. Let Trubisky run this vanilla-ass offense. And if that's what you're going to do, you might as well get your biscuit the reps. If we have any type of quarterback play, yeah. mind you, we win game one. We're 1-0 at home against the Falcons. We win that game. Absolutely no doubt in my mind we win that game. Second game, we go down to Tampa. We probably lose We don't win right? that game. But then we come here. We actually did win this game. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine us being 2-1 and one going into Thursday night at Lambeau yeah. with some quarterback play? Green Bay is banged up. They struggled today with Cincinnati. They won in overtime. Yeah. So the Minnesota doesn't have a quarterback, even though their defense is legitimate. But, like, we could compete in this division. Detroit is solid, but we could compete with these guys if we had some quarterback play. We wouldn't be a we wouldn't be a doormat like everyone thought we were going to be going in, including myself. See, you're more on the side of Trubisky's going to come in and do something. I, I just think that if you're going to do this, have Trubisky come in and do it. Listen, he he can do enough. He can make more plays than what Mike Glennon. Dude, Nick, we are competing, and we don't have a quarterback. Yeah, hundred percent. We don't have any. All, we don't have any pass game at all right. whatsoever, and we're competing. We with also the don't have any wide receivers. Our wide receivers caught one ball today. For more, nine yards. More drops, too. One ball for nine yards today on our wide receivers. So, I mean, I, I, that's what I'm saying. You're not, I, I, I don't really, even if Trubisky comes in, it's not like I'd be expecting him to do anything spectacular. It's just if this is what you're going to do, let him come in and get the reps. I think you're looking more like he's going to come in and make something happen. I don't, I don't see that happening. I'm not there yet. But Glennon's that bad that, like, yeah, can Trubisky be better? Of course. But I don't know if he has the weapons around him or the talent around him to really be that much better. But with our defense but and he our running well game, we yeah. don't need him to be spectacular. Exactly. So have him come in and do this. Just don't be awful Yeah, like this dude. This dude is terrible. He is trash. He's he bad. is trash. He is bad. I told you last week, I've never seen a 6'6 quarterback throw more passes low. He has no zip on his ball. He doesn't make more than one read. And that interception, man, I can't, I can't harp on that enough. Rewatch that interception. That is a fucking awful throw. That's a bad throw, and it's the same throw that he made last week. The tight end goes right, he throws left. Tight end goes outside, he throws inside. Into triple coverage. Yeah, and, it's, and it's, the thing, too, is it's, it's a bad throw on, on a ton, tons of different levels because, obviously, he doesn't even know. It's a miscommunication, first yeah. off. So someone doesn't know where to go. Then throw that fucking play out the playbook. Someone doesn't know where to go. Right. The the, the throw is awful because it's behind him and there he's going the other way. Right. So either it's a bad throw or you don't know where you're going with the ball. Even if he ran the right route, it's still a bad throw. Absolutely. Yeah. So all this hold on to Trubisky, let us go 6-10, 5-11 with Trubisky the rest of the year compete and you know what you know how people always say like there's no moral victories Mm -hmm. there for sure can be moral victories this year for the bears (laughs) if we if we bring in trubisky and he plays tough on the road and and we lose 24 20 and stuff like that those are those are that's those are big 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 pegging points for his confidence for for him as a quarterback for our team everything 
So, like, I get people say there's no moral victories. If we had Trubisky playing and he went down into Green Bay next week and we lost 24-21, it's a loss, but it's that's a – man, you could pull a lot from that. So you would start him the first week on a Thursday night game in Green Bay in Lambeau. That's a big ass. That, yeah. That, yeah, yeah, that I don't know. I don't know. I don't know thing. if this is the game. But again, it's also like, how much longer are you going to okay, wait? Right. Okay. After watching this, after watching three weeks of Mike Glennon, man, we 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 know one hundred percent what he is. So I agree. Bring Trubisky in. Um, well, let's bring up the schedule real quick yeah. because I get that because someone said that to me this week too. You're going to play him first game against. Well, because Pittsburgh? then if you think about it, after Thursday you ha- you don't play for another eleven or twelve days. So if you wait till after Thursday's game and then you give him twelve days of first team reps, um, that might be a better game to play him. Who do we play? In game five Monday night okay Monday night at home against the Vikings is great the ga- is the game great. after is the game after that's Trubisky time that's Trubisky, that's Trubisky time. time he gets how many days how many days in between that Thursday game and Monday what that's like nine ten days right yeah so you give him a good amount of time to prepare you don't bring him to Lambeau Field you don't bring him into I don't know if you bring him into Lambeau Field on a short week yeah, so you're 11, giving him so tomorrow. So yeah, you're giving him Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Then he goes in there on Thursday. This dude's no, like three no, days no, to prepare. No way. I don't. No. I don't. Yeah, agree don't, with that. don't put him in there on Thursday. But then you wait till Monday. Yeah, you get a whole bunch of days in between. Then that's great. Absolutely. Yeah. So because you because yeah, I, I Monday night bring him out under the big lights. Yeah. But he had ten days to prepare. Right. Um. We're at home. Where our defense will be all over the place. You're it's not going to be playing TV. down twenty-one to nothing because the Vikings aren't putting up points like that. Absolutely. I, I want to see him on on yeah. on on ten nine against the Vikings. Because the worst thing that happens is you start him Thursday in Green Bay. Rodgers comes out flinging. We're down twenty one nothing. Then you're counting on Mitchell Trubisky to come back and win a game for us. Um, and you know, obviously, I, I don't think that's where we want to be right now. But yeah, Monday night against the uh, the Vikings sounds like a great game to bring him in. I like for it. sure, a hundred percent. Because you already know Glennon's gonna suck on Thursday. Yo, you know the last you know the last time I think I don't know this for fact, but I if I had to guess, the last time a quarterback opened up. Against the Bears on Monday night, you know who it was? I think it was Kaepernick. I think that was, was Monday night. I think oh, his he smashed. He us. smashed. He had like us five so touchdowns. Wild. Yeah, no, yeah. Was, no, he didn't have five. But he had like four touchdowns. He, he was, killed us. He killed, killed us. us. Yeah, and that was like his his coming out party. His debut was against us. That's yeah. so funny. I just thought about that. Yeah. Um. Shout out Colin Kaepernick. But yeah, things to take away: Tariq Cohen, monster. He, first off, we were running the ball. Extremely well. Shout out uh Dow Loggins for the for the run plays he was pulling he was calling. Yeah. He was showing the 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 like the play action run with yeah, the, the yeah. reverse that was opening up a lot of stuff yeah. backside. He was running counters that were opening stuff up. Um Tariq Cohen, you always get that about running backs like, hey, I want my running back moving forward. Man. And even when he does try to change directions in the backfield and kind of like you get a little nervous when he starts yeah. six, seven yards in the yeah. backfield, starts making moves, he puts his foot in the ground and gets upfield. And I knew he was fast. He is so fast. There was on that on <laughs> on first off, if, if we want to talk about the 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 run the seventy three yard run in overtime, that's a touchdown. That's a touchdown. He doesn't step out of bounds. Yeah. He took that to the house. That's a touchdown. On that run. <clears throat> He got to the edge, and there was a Steelers corner out there. He didn't even make a move yeah. on him, bro. He just ran around. He just him. ran around him. Yeah, like didn't like didn't make like a, a shimmy and right. give him some shoulder and go left, right, and and take it up the sideline. He just ran at him and ran around him, and I was shocked. Hey, I'm just I'm just gonna go ahead and say it. I told y'all in the preseason, you don't coach that. 
That's Can't. real. That's real shiftiness. That's real speed. I love that they kept him under twenty touches. I don't think you want to see Tree Cohen getting the ball 25, 30 times a game. Um, but yeah, he's special, man. That's special speed. As long as they continue to use him correctly, man. I mean, he he's he's electric. He's so fast. That run was so fast. He was gone. You he couldn't was touch gone. him. Yeah, there was no catching yeah. him, bro. What was it like a second and seven? Right? Yeah, something like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. There's no catching him. No catching him. If we can run Jordan Howard. Hopefully he's he he's all right he's hurt. and he's not too too banged That's up. That's gonna be an issue. So we'll see what comes out of that. But if we could give Jordan Howard the ball twenty three times on the ground and he goes for one forty, and then we can hit him with Tariq Cohen with for twelve carries, right. and then hit Tariq Cohen on on some screens and shit, right? We're we got a we our backfield is is no joke. If we can control the ground like that, man. That opens up everything. That's going to be even better for Trubisky because the ground game is going to be going. And like what, you said, it opens up that play action. And what does Trubisky do 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 the best right Gets now? Gets outside the pocket, off play action. Yeah. So if we're Glennon running, can't get outside. <laughs> if we're yeah. running the ball down the team's throat like this, yeah, Trubisky is going to eat. Yeah. Because he's going to be by himself. They're going to be downhill. Right. He's going he's gonna to be showing the ball, stopping, coming up. And I don't care who's playing wide receiver. They're going to be open. They're going to get one-on-one coverage all day. Not yep. that they're not right now. Right. But they're going to be open off the play action. Deion Sims is going to be open off the play action. Zach Miller is going to be open off the play action. So, 10-9. We uh, yeah, that, the the only reason I don't want to see him on Thursday is because it's a short it's week. It's a short week and it's a hostile environment. Going to Lambeau is a different thing. Yeah, it's a national TV night game at Lambeau Field, and you might be down big early. You just th- that's just it's not just, a, it's ideal a bad. Spot it's a bad. To bring yeah, in. it's a bad environment to bring him. The short week, the short week thing, more than anything, it doesn't matter. It almost doesn't matter where you're playing. You're talking about three days because tomorrow they don't. They're not really doing anything. They're they're hurt tomorrow, right? They're recovering pretty much. Yeah, watching some film. And then you got Tuesday and Wednesday. So, yeah, I mean, he's not really going to have a chance to prepare or get too many reps. But definitely, man, um, that Monday night game against the Vikings, you can go ahead and bring him in. But, yeah, the ground game, man. You know me, too. I love ground and pound. For me, if you could run the ball 40 times a game, average six yards a carry, the quarterback, I mean, I know Glennon, again, he sucks, but if the quarterback comes in and plays mistake-free football, that's my type of football. I'm fine with that. I don't need I don't need the forty. Shout out Trent yeah. Dilfer. Yeah, hey, Trent Dilfer won a Super Bowl doing that. Shout out Trent. Trent Dilfer won a Super Bowl <laughs> doing that. Um, fuck Trent Dilfer, by the way. He was whack on ESPN. Yeah. Um, but, <laughs> but he did. Win it. But I'm saying, man, that works. And this defense, we don't have superstars on this defense. But you know what, man? They play really good as a unit. And shout out Vic Fangio. He's coaching their asses off Vic right Fangio's now. Vic Fangio's on his Vic shit. Vic Fangio's right now. doing his thing. We don't have big names. We don't have the superstar players uh, or anything like that. But you look at a guy like Kyle Fuller. Huge redemption this year. Played great. Cooper had the boneheaded play on special t- on special teams, but actually played a really good game. Um, Dude, Danny Trevathan, 10 Trevathan, total tackles. 10 tackles, all eight around. solo tackles. Yeah, I mean, the defense looked really good. And we get stops. We stopped them down in the red zone a couple times, right? Um, so those are huge, man. Those are definitely huge. With a couple and people after missing. That pick, after that pick that he threw, I think he threw that pick at like the 20 or the 25. They should have scored on that. You're Field talking goal. about Ben Roethlisberger, right? We only gave up three. That's great. I'll take that, man. Yeah. So you talk about moral victories and things like that. Um, the defense is playing well, man. Third-year defensive coordinator, Vic Fangio. Yeah, he's doing great. He's dude. doing a great job. Great job. Um, it was good to see Prince of Mukamura back. Yeah. Um, he looks solid. He made plays. But, I, I'm, dude, I got to co-sign that Kyle Fuller. Kyle talk. Fuller, man. He's been he's been hitting people. He's been playing well, dog. Yeah. I I mean I I tried to hate on him because I had it was it was warranted. Right. So I had to give it to him, but hey man, I gotta give him his props too when it's due as well. 
Um, and I think this staff challenge. If you remember a couple times last year, Fox said some comments about him, like you know, you know, we're not. He has to love football, you know, things like that. So I think they really challenged him. Man, this year he, he's balling. He balled today. Absolutely, a quotable a quote coming out of uh, the game post game. Tariq Cohen on his uh, big OT run. I definitely know I scored a touchdown. I definitely shot that dagger three like Ray Allen, and I feel like I finished that game. He was kind of salty. They took that from him. <laughs> I feel him though. I love this guy. Man. Yeah, he's great, man. I love this guy. He's great, and you can just tell he's just like a, a a young, humble, regular cat that just can move, man. Yeah. He got the he got the wheels, he's all got the that. Burners, man. And I know we talked about this previously as well. Him taking big shots seems like he can handle it. Yeah. I haven't seen. He's five six. Five six one eighty. That's tiny. He's little, and I tiny. and if I had to guess, that's just probably a little heavy. Yeah, like he's probably like five 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 and a half, one seventy one seventy. Right. He is a little dude. You know. They what said saying? they asked him like, "Are oh, you really five six? They said he paused for a minute. He was like, "Yeah, yeah." So <laughs> and allegedly, you never know, man. he has a twin brother. Oh yeah. And they uh, he has a twin. He has a twin uh, brother, and they ask him like. You know, whatever. Like they always talk. Size always comes yeah. up, and he's like, "Oh yeah, he's the he's the smaller. He's one. the smaller one, right?" So, you know, they just little dudes, man. That's just what it is. He's shifty though, man. He's, he's shifty. Da- he's dangerous, yeah. So Thursday night game going into Green Bay, they're banged up a ton. Yep, ton of injuries. Let's talk about that for a sec. How do you feel going into that? I never feel good going into Green Bay. Yeah. Um, we won in Green Bay was it two seasons ago, right? I think it was Cutler's last year that we won there. Yeah, yeah, I, think I that's want to right. say we won a game there. The, but, last, uh, the last year he played a, a good amount of games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was so, Gase. Gase and those boys, I yeah. think, beat him. Uh, but no, I never feel good going into there, man. I feel the same way that I felt going into this game, to be honest with you. But I don't think the Packers are that good. They're I not. I don't think the Packers have been that good the last couple of years. It's Aaron really Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, it's Aaron Rodgers, man. If you look at it, they're 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 overrated. I don't think McCarthy's a good coach, but. Um, I think going to the Lambeau on the short week is not it's not a good good recipe for the Bears. We'll probably get killed. See, I don't know, man. Cause I was watching the game today, the Bengals Green Bay game. Yeah. Green Bay, uh, the Bengals are moving that joint. Cincinnati's G- trash. G- Cincinnati's whack. Super trash. Uh, Giovanni Bernard was running it. Mixon was running it a little bit. Right. Um, if we, I don't give a fuck who we're playing. If we're running the ball like that. And we're playing defense. Yeah, we're gonna be in. The, we're gonna be in the game. Well, it's not like they're a good defensive team either. They just gave up twenty four points to the Bengals, who hadn't scored a touchdown through the first two games of the year. So yeah, for great sure. point. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, but we have Mike Glennon at quarterback. But we so. have Mike Glennon at quarterback, and we can turn it over. I get that. Um, we didn't talk about the the offensive line and the snaps. That can't happen on the road like next week. We had a we had one snap that was rolled on the ground. Oh yeah, th- oh white yeah, white hair, yeah, yeah. White hair on the third down rolled rolled a snap to Glennon. That was Glennon's, terrible. Glennon's a tall dude. He's six six. He can't bend down and pick up a ball like that. But the announcers made a great point. Yeah, if Glennon has to bend down and pick up a ball like that, the whole play is shot because it throws everything he, off. He already can't make any plays. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. If he, he can't to, make it any tougher for him. Yeah. If he has to get the ball <laughs> off the ground, yeah. he's not gonna do anything with that. Yeah. Um there's another play where it was there was one over his head. He right. had to run back and pick it up. Um, well, I think Whitehair's a guard, and there there was an injury, and they moved him over to center, right? Because Grasu Hornets Grasu is the uh, is the starting center, but he yeah, got there was hurt. a couple, there was a couple yeah. injuries. Yeah. Um, but still, man, 
if if you're the backup center, then you better be able to snap the ball. Yeah. Like it's the same thing as the kicker, man. This is your job. Right. You're supposed to be one of the best people in the world at doing this. Eh? You need to be able to make that happen. And that goes hand in hand with the penalties on the line, too. Yeah. And one and, and Mike Glennon flat out just dropped one snap. Yeah. Hit him in the hands. Hit him in the hands and he, just, and he, he just, dropped he just it. Just dropped it on the ground. Dude, you know what, man? I to go back to Glennon, man, he makes a lot of dumb fucking plays like that that don't make sense. Like, it seems like a guy who, who who's either nervous, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, he fumbles the ball. He had the fumble last week, too. Like, he he plays nervous. You yeah. know what I mean? And the, and the one read thing, the constant check down, it's like, he yeah. plays so nervous. It's a good point. That kills me. What do you think that, why, why? He does, that? And he doesn't fling it with confidence. That's why the balls are always low and they don't have the zip on it, man. Like, he just doesn't seem like a confident guy. Like, he's just meant to be a backup quarterback. Yeah. I don't know why that is, but those fumbles and those plays like that, dude, it, it's a lack of confidence. Everything that he does, like I, I started like you told me you're always watching him this last game. I just really just watched him. Everything he does irritates me. Like Everything. He's, he's irritating. Yeah. He's a very irritating, he's irritating guy. Yeah. And, he, and he happens to be garbage. Yeah. There's irritating guys that are nasty. And you're yeah. Like, like Draymond Green. Yeah, irritating. Oh, I hate yeah. this guy, but yeah. he's nasty. Right. Like this dude is irritating and he sucks. It's a, yeah, he, he doesn't it's play a bad confident combo. quarterback at all. Yeah. The fumbles, yeah, all that shit is very is strange to me. And speaking of that, if you watch Green Bay, the game-winning touchdown or the game-tying touchdown that Aaron Rodgers, he gets a bad snap. He literally puts his right hand up, yeah. catches it one hand like it didn't even happen. Yeah. Catches it, drops back, uh-uh. And and hits Jordy Nelson. You know, he, I mean, he, I can't compare. He them. drives off the broken play. Yeah, he drives off the broken. But it's a good play. point. Yeah. It's like this dude's mad comfortable. Yeah. He's he's just relaxed. Yeah, Glennon is he's like not relaxed, a nervous, dude. It's like a nervous look to him, right? And like, frantic. Yeah, it's frantic. Like plays, that th- yeah. that pick. It's frantic, man. It's frantic play. Like he just he's not a confident quarterback out there. But I think it's, so much of that goes into. He can't move around in the pocket because he's not. He doesn't have the ability. He has no type of skill position players. Um, but it'd be different if he was dropping back back there and hitting everybody in the hands all the time, and it was like, "Yo, what what's going on?" Yeah, here? like it, that's not the case. I right, mean, and there are some drops, but oh, there's a lot of drops. A lot of drops, but dude, he he's he's. Not every receiver. part of it is his fault. Is that but, a record? Yeah. One one reception? I've never, from the wide I've, never I've never heard of that. Have either. you yeah. ever heard I've of an NFL heard of team winning a game with the, re- the receiver, receiver having one, one catch? One catch, yeah. I've never heard of that. Like, I would love For to, nine yards. I wish our budget was bigger and we had like a stats, had a stats dude next guy, to us. Yeah, yeah. Like, I would love to see if that's <laughs> like even a thing. Like, that. that's not supposed to happen. That's crazy. So, going into Thursday... So now it's to the point, until I see Trubisky, I just need Glennon not to turn the ball over. Because obviously we're just going to – because obviously what we're going to do is we're going to throw the ball 17 to 20 times. Yeah. And there are going to be screens, a couple crossing routes, and, and check downs. So that's, we know that's what we're going to do with him at quarterback. Right. So since he's going to start next week because we won the game – do whatever you have to – just don't turn the fucking ball Well, over. and if you're going to play that style of football, you really shouldn't be turning – it's one thing. If you're throwing the ball downfield, turnovers are going to happen. If you're playing check down fo- – that's what I don't get. You're playing check down football, yet you're still turning the ball over. He, he's turning the ball over on five, six-yard yeah, passes. You're fumbling the ball. You're turning the ball over on short passes. It doesn't make any sense. So if you're going to do all that, if you're going to throw picks, then throw the fucking ball downfield then. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Philip Rivers, it yeah, it might as well. Jay Cutler, it Jay Cutler. I'll, at least it was exciting, you know what I mean? Like, at least it was exciting. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Like this isn't exciting, dude. Like I don't. I, I, I'm 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 watching the Bears on D, and I'm watching when the Bears run the ball. When they drop back to pass, I mean nothing good is happening, man. You Absolutely. Yeah. If he if he's gonna just drop back and just do little checkdowns, then don't turn the ball over. Just don't turn the ball over yeah. right now, bro. Yeah. Give the ball to give the ball to Jordan Howard a ton. Hopefully he can. Hopefully it's not too serious. I think it might be a little. I don't know if he's gonna Thursday on a short. He week. didn't look. He didn't look good. Yeah, he didn't look good. He didn't um, look good. He was but, avoiding contact at the end of the game. Yeah, yeah. He did, he, I mean that last run, or not the last second to last run where he completely did a spin move, so he got hit on the left side instead of getting hit on the right side. Um, yeah, his shoulders are too good. Yeah. So, but hey, but Benny Cunningham is back. Yeah, he he had a couple. He had a couple plays. He picked up a big first down. Um, but yeah, man. And stop putting your defense in bad positions. They're lucky this defense is playing lights out because they consistently right. put. That was a problem last week. Consistently put the defense in bad positions. Yeah, it was ninety. It was one hundred and fifty degrees yeah. in Tampa, and they were on the field all game. All game, so, short yeah, field. Right, you're gonna get ate up, and your defense is gonna give up points when 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 that's the case. Um, all right, give me a final Thursday then. I mean, we got a lot of questions. We got to see if Jordan Howard's gonna play. Um, we got to see who's coming back for Green Bay. But twenty four ten, twenty four ten, twenty four ten Packers. Something like that. Yep. Some light. Yep. That sounds about right. I got twenty four ten. I'll go twenty four sixteen. Something like that. Touchdown game. Touchdown we'll, and, some, and some field goals. We'll, we'll keep it close. We'll, okay. we'll, we'll keep it close. Touchdown game. Um, Let's guess the line. What do you think the line is going to be on that game? The line Thursday. That's a lot of question marks. A lot of Jordan Howard is out. Six with, and a half. With um, Green Bay is banged up. Nah, it'll be higher than that. Because, than that. Just because the public. Yeah. The public doesn't watch the Bears like we do. The like right. That's why the line was like, like it was this week. Right. The public will have it at around... Yeah, seven and a half, eight. Seven points. and a half, eight. Yeah, and it'll go up, okay. <laughs> dude. The, the the public love the Packers. Yeah, bro. the public, they, especially the, at home. The Packers and the Cowboys. Yeah, the public is all love over them. those guys. They yeah. love them. Yeah. So yeah, it'll be eight, eight and a half, nine points at the end of the week or by Thursday, I think. We'll see. But I don't mind that if we can compete and we keep playing D and running the ball. Play hard. The yeah. other, the thing about all of that is. This defense is only they're gonna, you're gonna come to a point where the D's gonna be like we're playing for no fucking reason yeah because we don't this the, the offense is not gonna do anything the run game is there but like we want I just want them to keep believing that they can make a difference in the game and it seems like Vic Fangio has them doing that so he's doing a great they job, just have he's doing a great he's job doing an unbelievable job so they just have to get to a point where they have some hope and the hope is MT10 Mitchell Trubisky MT10 <laughs> straight up. Hot off the press from Shams of Yahoo Sports, a.k.a. Baby Woj, the Bulls have agreed in principle to a two-year, $27 million deal with Nikola Miritich. Yep. Now, first thoughts. What, as soon as I told you that, what's the first thing that came to mind? Let me, and before, before you comment, let me give you a little details on it. The first year of the deal, he has a no-trade clause. Yeah. So, two-year deal, first-year deals a no-trade clause, $27 million. What was the, your first thoughts? How do you feel about it? Nikola Mirchich is 26 years old last year, averaged just under 11 points, five rebounds, one assist, three seasons. You know, I don't like Nico at all, but I really don't have a problem with the deal. Um, number one, the Bears had a ton of cap oh, – the Bears, I'm sorry. The Bulls had a ton of cap space, so they can go ahead and make this deal. And if he has a good year – you're able to pick up that option at $13 million next year, and $13 million isn't a lot of money for an NBA player if he does do a good job this year. My biggest thing is I don't expect him to be very good this year. So 
The Bulls, I mean, what, what, what are they going to do? Let him walk, um, you know, have him sign that restricted free agent deal for the qualifying offer, and then he has a great year. Then you got to try to give him big money after the end of next year. They kind of didn't really have a choice. I don't have a problem with it at all. How do you feel? Yeah, I mean, we have a ton of cap space. Yeah. We, have we still a tr- got $9 we have a- million dollars left in yeah, cap space got, after yeah. we signed yeah, it. Yeah, we had trillion dollars in cap space. Yeah. So you can't let a guy that I guess has a little bit of upside like him that yeah. shows flashes from time to time in the season – um, just let him walk. So the only thing I don't understand is why does he have a no trade clause in the year one? So what I'm reading right here says the second year of the deal is a team option, meaning Nico has the right to veto any trade in the first year of the contract. So I wonder if that's a CBA thing. If a restricted free agent signs a two-year deal with a second year uh, opt-out, you can't trade him in that first year. Interesting. I wonder because the way that they're wording that, and I'm not 100 percent sure. We got to look that up, but it sounds like that's because there, there'd be no real other reason to give him a no trade clause. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, so I think if he signs a two year deal with the team option on the second year, you can't trade him in that first year. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah that, that's actually I like your thought process there. Yeah, that yeah. actually might be a a CBA thing. Right. So um, yeah, that makes sense. It makes sense. And again, man, you don't you, if you sign him if he signs a qualifying offer and then he has a great year. Um, I think then he's an unrestricted free agent next year, right? Or he goes into restricted free agent. No, unrestricted free agent next year, and then you could lose him for nothing. So, again, you kind of control his fate with that two-year deal. Yeah, exactly. Um, Let's talk about – first off, we just had to to talk about that. It was hot off the press. Um, If he could shoot – he just can't shoot. He just can't shoot. He's a shooter that can't shoot, man. That tends to be an issue. He's a shooter that can't shoot. That's the the only problem with that. He's so inconsistent, yeah. Is that – He's a shooter right. that can't shoot the ball. So. Like, in theory, Miritich sounds good. Like, big Euro guy that can stretch the floor. He like, does. oh, man, like, awesome. But, then, yeah, he just he can't shoot the ball consistently. It's a problem. Stretch four that can shoot it. Look, we'll find out this year because he's going to get his shots. He's going to get Nico's going to play about 32 minutes a game. <laughs> he's like, you know, get he's going to get it. At the beginning of the year, before Levine comes back, he's our number one option, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll find I, out. Wow. Wait. Yeah. He's our number Did one that option. Just, until Levine comes back, he's our number one option. Nikola Meritich is the number one option. I well, D Wade, D Wade is number one. Be, he's not going to be there. You don't think at the start of the season? I don't know. He's going to have cramps. <laughs> yeah, yeah he, he definitely won't be practicing. <laughs> he's gonna, yeah, he's going to have cramps. Um, so yeah, I mean, he's pretty much our number one option. He's young, like you said, he's twenty six years old. Um, yeah, man, why not? It, uh, again, it gives you flexibility. You can make a decision. If he sucks this year, you just don't pick up the option. D Wade either has cramps or he's gonna he's gonna be the number one option, firing a ton, <laughs> a ton of, of shots. shots. Yeah. So yeah, Not Bulls yet. will hopefully we could just I hope we win zero games. Yeah, and we for sure. Yeah, Marvin Bagley. Hopefully our luck <laughs> is just not that. The balls bounce around and we pick like three or some yeah. goofy shit like that. But if I think if we get top three, we'll we'll, we'll get a good player with um the boy from Slovenia. What's oh his name? yeah, what's that dude? Dunkic, yeah, Dunkic. Like yeah. yeah, I was watching some highlights the other day. Yeah, so I, was watching some, I don't know if he's gonna be able to do all that. He was doing a lot of one on one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I was just like, yeah, nah, that's bro, not, not that's not gonna happen. Not in the, in the show, association. But yeah, um, he looked good, and then there's Marvin Bagley the third. Um, and I guess it's supposed to be a couple good college players. So yeah, we'll see what happens. I don't think I, we're not gonna win a lot of games. Yo, at all. And I know a lot of people outside of Chicago didn't think about this, but this is a Chicago sports podcast, so we're about to bring this up. If you were dead and you don't know this, but Melo is now resides in Oklahoma City. Yeah. And guess what Sam Pressy traded the Knicks 
for Carmelo Anthony. Enos Cantor. Yep. Good player. I like Enos Cantor. Okay. Good offensive player. Great offensive player. Yeah. Great touch around the basket. Yeah. That's it. That's it. The rest of the deal is Doug McDermott. <laughs> where, I wonder where they got him from. <laughs> Trash. Second round pick. Yeah. Those are both the Chicago Bulls. Right. So, basically, what we got for, what we gave them for campaign and and Anthony Morrow and the rest of that deal, they, and Sam Pressy flips it, adds Enos Cantor and gets Carmelo Anthony. This is just the disparity and GM work that we're working with. Sam Pressy went and got Paul George and Carmelo Anthony for what? Victor Oladipo, Oladipo Enos Cantor. Enos Cantor, uh, Sabonis. Sabonis, and, McDermott, uh, and a second-round pick. Second round pick. He yeah. got Paul George and Carmelo Anthony. Yeah. Garpax, you already know the story. You know the but story. That, that's just an example of the, 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 type of, the, the type of quality of GM that we're dealing with versus the front office that Oklahoma City is running the squad with. It's all good, man. We got campaign. Bro, he posted uh he posted a live video today of him going to the Steelers game. And he was Oh man. He was like rapping to Bad and Bougie. And I'm like, dude, this Did dude, he really? He's, yeah, bro. He was rapping Quavo's verse to Bad and Bougie. And bro, he's a fucking lamb. He's a clown, bro. Clown. God, and he sucks. He sucks. So we got, what they said we got guard on that trade? They said we got guard. They said they knew by the second practice, practice that he couldn't play in the NBA, and the only reason it took two practices, they thought he was the nervous for the first practice. That's, that's a quote. That's the direct quote. That's a direct quote <laughs> out of the Chicago Sun-Times. And Oh, my God. I could talk about campaign all day because yeah. I think he's really that bad, and I think there's he's just a dude that's he's not an NBA guy. Yeah. You, know? you can't play in the NBA. You can't period. play. Um, so, yeah, Nikola Mirotic, two-year deal, $27 million. Just some little Bulls news. And uh, yeah, man, we'll see what's popping. No catch up Chicago for Chicago by Chicago. Listen up.